Welcome to Keep the 100, the voice of the people. I'm your host, Marshall. First of all, I have to apologize for the timing of this podcast. I originally planned for this to be up and going two months ago. When I first thought about doing the podcast, I just wanted to start a conversation to get people to think about where we're headed as we travel towards uncertain futures. But now I would like us to look at our surroundings and how we can grow as a community, and I hope we can share this together. As we take this journey, I don't want anybody to think about it's just about about a right and wrong. I want to share our experiences and to be able to learn from one another. This podcast is about the service industry, the healthcare providers, the mechanics, the hardworking people that get up day to day, break their back for low wages and poor healthcare reform. We're not talking about politics directly, even though everything we do evolves around politics. I want this po- I want this podcast to be about our voices being heard. Everybody has a story, and we should be able to learn from each and every one of our stories. With that said, once again, this is Keeping It 100, and I'm your host, Marshall. Just a little bit about myself. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, born and raised. Most people ask me about the show The Wire. I haven't seen this show exactly, but what I hear is pretty accurate. I grew up with drug dealers on every corner. People lining up behind my house to buy their drugs. Sitting on your steps when you came home from school. Hiding their drugs on the porch and the gutter so that way when the police came up, they wouldn't find the drugs on them. Going to Baltimore City Schools was pretty much a joke in itself. You have uh, older kids come down from their school to the junior kids uh, elementary school or or junior high to bully them, um, to harass. They would meet them on the bus stops. They would chase them down the street, you know, meet them as we walked through the woods. You know, because uh, we had this woods behind our elementary school and we walked through the woods just to cut through to go to the mall. And they would meet them anywhere they could just to harass the kids. Uh, most kids would run out to the to the bus to be the first one on the bus so that way uh, they wouldn't get left and had to do that walk. You know, bus drivers would pull off with the bus being half full because fights would break out in the back of the bus. Now, this never made the news because it was just black on black crime. It wasn't interracial. And most people didn't know how to solve the problem because it was an everyday occurrence. Uh, we can sing and rap about what happened in our community to, to create a, a feel-good moment and then go right back to killing one another. I mean, I, I grew up watching people getting stomped and shot in front of my house. And everybody turns a blind eye because they don't want to be next. You know, um... One of the guys that I grew up in our neighborhood who sold drugs, he was shot in the back and was paralyzed. They let him live like that for a couple years, and then they came back and killed him and his family, burned them in their house alive. You know, I watched um, girls on the corner, and they would um, prostitute. You had the full-time, and you had the part-time prostitution in Baltimore City. The full-time girls would prostitute, 
uh, they would basically be hooked on drugs. The part-time prostitutes was the normal average day girls just walking down the street and they would see these guys on the corner selling drugs and they got fancy clothes, and nice cars and money and the guys would flash them a band or offer them money for just a hookup. Now don't confuse this with girls actually dating guys for money. No, I'm talking about just the average girl walking down the street that just see this one dude standing on the corner and they just offer money, you know, just for a one-time hookup. Now, once the girls are exposed to this type of lifestyle, they start recruiting other girls to do the same thing. Now, you can relate this to a back in the day with how the how the masters broke the slaves and got the slaves to train other slaves to do what they wanted and this goes so far back to where now we're doing it to ourselves it's like the old saying history repeats itself and this applies here because we're doing it to ourselves you know having women on the street selling their bodies it helps divide the family and the men don't have respect for the women anymore and the women have low self-esteem issues now we got just fans on the internet people don't understand you know putting yourself out there like that ruins your life and for what just a couple of dollars you have to keep putting more and more things out there to keep that people coming in and as you're doing this, as you get older, your worth is less because they're looking for the next young talent. Right now, we're living in a lost society. They're right by television and movies. Everything we do affects someone else directly or indirectly. It's like a ripple effect. If you go out and shoot somebody, a family loses a loved one and a source of income for their household. You may go to jail and that affects your family the same way. Change comes from within and desire to, to make a difference. Let's think about that for right now. And I'll see you next time. This is your host, Marshall, for Keeping It 100, The Voice of the People. Thank you and have a good day.